everybody, welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. I'm your host Mackenzie and you are listening to an Enlighten Me mini episode where it's just me trying to help out by giving you some information on a topic that I think is pretty important. And today we are talking about rainwater collection via the use of rain barrels. So if you don't know what a rain barrel is, it is a very large barrel, go figure, that you put in your yard, you typically attach it to the downspout of a gutter, and it collects the runoff from your gutters, and you can use this water for watering your lawns or your gardens or even your indoor plants. And if you have any outdoor projects, like I know I have to put water on some of the anthills in my yard, um, things like that, you can use the rainwater for all kinds of things. And it's obviously free to use, so it can help you cut down on your water and energy use and therefore lower your water and your utility bills, which is super awesome. It also helps the local ecosystem by preventing flooding and preventing runoff into the rivers and waterways. And it can even protect your home because it can prevent flooding of your basements or crawl spaces. So there's lots of benefits to using rainwater. And one of my other favorite things is that it can be better for your plants. Rainwater has more minerals in it and less chemicals because if you don't know, cities typically add a lot of things to our water like fluoride and whatnot to try to make it better for us. But a lot of times these things aren't good for plants. So the rainwater can actually help your plants to do even better. I know I have some plants that actually say on the tag that they prefer rainwater. So it's helped my plants a lot in my garden and helped me to save money. So I love it. I do want to point out that a lot of sites will say that you should be careful when it comes to edible plants and using rainwater, though I did see some research that shows that there are very few pollutants found in rainwater, and so I will include the link to that research in case you want to read it. But just from firsthand experience, I use the rainwater on my vegetable garden and I've never had any issues. So if you think you are interested in purchasing a rain barrel, There are many, many options. You can make your own actually, but they're probably more affordable than you think. Uh, The typical rain barrel costs between $50 and $150. It just depends on what size you get and also the features that it has. You can buy just a totally plain looking rain barrel or you can get a more decorative one for a little more money. And there are also lots of other things to consider. So You could get multiple for your yard wherever you have gutter runoffs. That's my plan. I only have one right now, but I want to get more for the different locations in the yard just because it can be hard to use the rainwater in certain parts if it's really far away from where I'm trying to water. So I recommend getting multiple and you can even link them together if you get a lot of water runoff and need to have more space to collect. When you buy them online, make sure you read up because some of them do require some assembly, but most of them don't. Most of them come pretty much ready to use. You just have to set them up with your downspout. A lot of them also have a little screen at the top wherever the water drains in from a rooftop gutter. This prevents debris from collecting in the water and it also can help prevent with mosquitoes. So I would highly recommend looking for one with that because if you live in an area that's prone to mosquitoes, you want to make sure you're not creating a breeding ground for them. I personally have never had a problem with that. The screen has worked really good for me, so I recommend buying one with one of those screens. And the other big thing with that is just to make sure that you use the rain barrel often, okay? If you let it sit for months and months without touching it, it could potentially start having an odor, and definitely more bugs are going to be attracted to it. So the more you use it, the less risk that you run of any of those issues. 
You also may want to look for how many spigots a rain barrel has when you're looking for one to purchase. Most of them typically come with one spigot at the bottom, but a lot of them have multiple. The one I have has two. They're on two different sides, so that way you can water at two different angles and at two different levels. So look for what kind of spigot would work for you. You can pour the water out directly from the spigot, or you can attach a hose or even a sprinkler. But something to keep in mind with this is water pressure. Obviously, a rain barrel is not going to have the same kind of water pressure that your typical hose that's attached to your house does, right? And so something you can do to help with the flow rate is to elevate the barrel. So if you can stack it on some brick pavers or something else that's pretty sturdy, the higher you have it, the more this will help with the flow rate. And you can also buy a rain barrel that has a pump with it that helps the flow rate. If you are thinking you definitely want to use it for sprinklers or for a hose, then you might want to look into one with a pump. And there are a few other things to consider when you're picking out a rain barrel, such as the size. On the Lowe's website, I saw this calculation that you can try to figure out if you want to know exactly what size to get. So they say that during a one inch rainfall, you can collect a little over half a gallon for each square foot of roof. Okay, so I did not care to do those calculations. I just picked one that I liked. But if you really want to figure out exactly the size that you need, that's how to do it. Around 50 gallons is the typical size. I actually have a 90 gallon one that I'll talk about more in a little while. But 50 gallons is typically the norm. But if you have a really large roof or you definitely only want to get one rain barrel, maybe a larger size would be necessary. However, if you have multiples or not that big of a roof space that you're using, Maybe a 50-gallon one would work fine for you. You'll also have to pick out how you want it to look, obviously. I got more of a decorative one, and actually a lot of the decorative ones have a portion on the top where you can plant a flower bed, so that's really nice. So if it's going to be something that's very visible in your yard, you might want to get one that you like the looks of. However, there are some totally just plain-looking ones where if it's going to be in a hidden area, maybe you don't care as much how it looks. So that's something else to consider. And then one other thing you should consider is the overflow option. So this is referring to when the brain barrel gets full, but there's still water pouring down. What happens to that excess water? A lot of the rain barrels will have just an overflow outlet, meaning there's just a little hole at the very top where water will pour out. When it's raining really, really hard here, I'll look outside and see water just shooting out of that little outlet of our rain barrel. But some of them also have an overflow hose that can direct the water further away from your house. So if you have a basement or a crawl space that is prone to flooding and the rain barrel is going to be positioned right near your house, you may want to get a rain barrel that has an overflow hose so that you can make sure that excess water does not go right back towards your foundation. Now for us, our rain barrel is right up against our garage. However, we do not have a basement or a crawl space here. Because of where we live, everything is built on just cement slabs essentially for foundation, so that's not an issue for us. But like I said, if you live in an area that is prone to flooding, you may want to look into this. And again, if you think you are going to get a lot of overflow, you could even get a system that connects multiple barrels so the overflow is not wasted, but rather just pours into another barrel for you to use. And then the last two things to consider is if you want an open or closed lid. So you can get a rain barrel where you can actually lift the top open and that might be nice for if you're using a watering can or buckets or things like that where you want to just scoop the water out and take it to water your plants or do whatever with it. 
But if you have kids or pets who you're worried might get into this, the safer option is definitely a closed lid. That's what we have. I just didn't want to run the risk of anyone getting in there because that could be really bad. But if that's not a concern for you, maybe the open lid would be more convenient. And last but not least, something I just wanted to point out that I think is super cool is you can actually get a hybrid rain barrel that has a composting system. So if you know me, you know I love composting. I'm all about it. And the way this works is it's a composter on top and then the moisture that collects from the fermentation process during composting, that moisture runs off into the barrel and then adds more nutrients to the water that you're using. So it's even better for your plants. So I think that's pretty cool. I honestly didn't know that was an option until recently. So I maybe would have considered that myself. That one's definitely gonna be a little more expensive, but you get a two-in-one system. So that's pretty cool. Maybe that's worth looking into for you. So if you're thinking, okay, this all sounds great. I am definitely gonna look into getting a rain barrel. This sounds awesome. But how hard is it to install? Okay, so here's your answer. Not very hard at all, especially if you get one that is already assembled and doesn't require any work from you on that part. I'm gonna tell you the few steps that you have to do to install your rain barrel. And again, you can look at that Lowe's website that I'm including in the show notes in case you want a more detailed explanation. But essentially, all you need to do is make sure you have a flat and sturdy surface. So you may need to dig out a little portion of your yard if the ground is uneven, or like I said, you can use brick pavers to elevate it or whatever you have that works for you. You just wanna make sure it's very stable because if your rain barrel can easily be tipped over, these things can get up to over 400 pounds. So if that were to fall on anyone, that could be obviously very, very bad. So you just wanna make sure it's a sturdy surface. And then you need to make sure it's a surface that is near a downspout. So find a downspout that you already have attached to your house and then once you get it positioned up there, what you'll likely have to do is cut your downspout to make sure that it works with the barrel's height. This is something you can do yourself. If you're not sure how, there's YouTube University, right? Or you can hire someone to do it. For us, we just had the person that installed our gutters do it because we were doing that at the same time. So we didn't have to do it ourselves, but it is something that you can do with the right tools. You'll either want to use an elbow section of downspout, so one that has a little bend into it to direct the rainwater into the rain barrel, or you can use a flexible downspout attachment. We've all seen those. They're kind of like large flexible hoses, so you can direct it any direction if your rain barrel is not right up against your house. And something else to note is that if you live up north or in an area where you get freezing weather, you wanna make sure you keep a downspout diverter, so like one of those flexible hoses, so that when the freezing weather comes, you can redirect the rainwater out of the rain barrel and just into the yard. Because when freezing weather occurs, you wanna make sure your rain barrel is totally empty so it doesn't freeze in there because that could obviously make it a little hard to use later on and then direct the gutter runoff elsewhere. Now, if you've seen my rain barrel in any of my Instagram stories or anything like that, and you just wanna know what kind I have, here is the information on it. So it's from Good Ideas Inc. and it's called the Impression Rain Saver. The style is called Bark, so it kinda has like a tree trunk style appearance. And I have the light granite color, which is just a light gray. It does have one of the planner boxes on top, like I said, and it has a debris screen, it has two spigots, and it was pretty easy to install. Mine is, like I said, the 90 gallon size, which is pretty large. That's larger than the average rain barrel. So I paid around $250 for it. But like I said, you can get smaller sizes for closer to the 100 or $150 range. 
When I purchased this, I thought 90 gallons would be perfect because I thought we would just have one rain barrel. And I will say that it works totally great. I love it. I'm so glad that we got it. It is rarely ever empty. Down in the south, we have a lot of coastal storms. So we do get some pretty heavy rainfalls, especially in the summer. So I am able to use it a lot without ever running out of water, which is great. So I like the size for that reason. But I do want to get more rain barrels and I will probably get smaller sizes to eventually put in other parts of the yard because like I said, just where the rain barrel is, it's kind of in the back corner of our backyard. And so I can't really use it on the front yard plants or anything like that. So I do plan on getting more eventually, but I do really enjoy the size that we have for now. It totally works for us. I am including a link to the one that I have in case you're interested in looking at it more. And I've included links to everything else that I've referenced, helpful articles that in case you want to read more about rain barrels, those might be good to check out. But I just want to thank you so much for listening today. I hope this helped you to realize how you could save a little money and a little water and do your plants a big old favor by collecting rainwater. And I hope I helped you to see that it's not as intimidating as it sounds. It's actually pretty easy to do, especially if you hire someone to help you, right? That makes everything easier, but not hard at all to do yourself if you're willing to make that investment. And I really think it will pay off in the end. So thank you again for listening. Please don't forget to leave a review. I'm donating money for reviews I receive right now and it helps other people to find the show. So I really appreciate you giving a couple minutes just to do that. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show so that you know whenever a new one is available and keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out.